Welcome to the Just Made Podcast, produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. I'm another one, Andy Fitch. I'm another one, Jamie Fallon. Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, and Andy, why don't you uh, explain what the purpose of this podcast is? This podcast is a podcast where we have people on to talk about something that they love that is uniquely them. And today, our guest here to talk about something uniquely him is the one and only Steve Caps. Did you forget his name for a moment? No, he just, <laughs> you couldn't see it because there's no pictures, but Steve, yes. Steve was like dabbing his mouth like he had. I had a mustache malfunction, so I was trying to correct that. It broke and you fixed it in, a matter, in that amount of time? Uh, you know, much like underwear, sometimes mustaches get where they're not supposed to be and you have to get them out of there or they're just too uncomfortable. Is this your just me moment right now? Lord, I hope not. <laughs> Lord, I hope not. No, there's a lot of facial hair out there. <laughs> I I want to ask a lot of questions about that, but I'm not going to because I, I want to get to your, uh, to your just me thing. Uh, what is your just me thing? Uh, my just me thing, yeah, I thought about it. I, it was hard to come up with one because I don't really think of myself as being just anything like that. But I do think, I guess probably uh, uh, outside of improv, the, mo- the thing I'm most associated with would be like cycling, biking, so which is definitely definitely a, a passion of mine. So I figure, hmm. yeah. And, and um, in many ways, like long distance biking, I think is one of the things that sticks out for me because I know that you bike around a lot. But the thing that always shocks me is when you're like, oh, I'm going to bike to like Connecticut and then I'll be back later on today. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, absolutely. L- longer distances are, uh, it's where it's at, man. So what what is it about like just spending a day on a bike that, you know, um, is it the solitude? Is it the, like, what is it? Um, yeah, you know, de- it's definitely, um, uh, it's definitely the idea of spending uh, time uh, with just me. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Uh, Good job. Yeah, Bring it back. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I definitely like, it. you know, there's a, there's a meditation uh, involved with the whole thing mm-hmm. for me uh, that I find. Um, I, I mean, I enjoy the physicality. I was never very, I was never the most physical kid growing up. Uh, and when I was, it was always like more of like individual sports or things I didn't necessarily have to have other people around. Like I, uh, uh, I did a lot of skateboarding when I was growing up and I liked, uh, and like Frisbee, which is, I mean, I guess you can have people around, but you can also not. So yeah, but isn't it a lot sadder if you're just like, isn't that called throw? Yeah. Uh, it's like disc golf, you yeah. know? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I just thought you would like throw the Frisbee and then run. Yeah. <laughs> like, throw it back. Uh, have you seen my home videos? Apparently, uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Anyway, so but uh, but aside from those, really, I was never and I was never really voracious with those. So hmm. uh, the physicality part, um, being physical, I definitely enjoy uh, more than I than my childhood self would have thought. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I enjoy the physicality of it. I enjoy the solitude of it. Um, yeah. See, when, when I think about biking in New York City specifically, though, I think living nightmare because of the number of cars, the number of people who are going to open their door and injure you, which without a doubt, yes, <laughs> has without happened. A, uh, yeah, without a doubt. I, uh, I, I acknowledge the nightmare factor of riding in New York city. I don't, there are, sometimes I do like riding in New York city, but most of the time it's kind of, uh, it's like, ah, I'd rather bike somewhere that's not New York city. So you consciously, like when you're going to go a distance, you consciously try and get the hell out of the city as soon as possible. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I enjoy, uh, I mean, like, I do enjoy urban riding, but uh, I, I much prefer to, to ride places that are uh, that have a lot more nature, if that makes sense. You know, especially, like, uh, 
because New York, even New York's, they've got some spots that are very nature uh, uh, based, but they've also got a lot of like manicured nature. It's like forced, you know, it's like trees planted in, in where they're not, where they weren't previously. So, um, which feels weird. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. So, um, of all the places that you've traveled to long distance, do you have a favorite spot or a spot that you usually visit on the bike? Um, we well, you know. I wish I had actually had. I wish I had been like, yeah, I went to Madagascar, and <laughs> I wish I had something like extravagant like that. Um, I biked across the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I biked to the Mariana Trench once. <laughs> it was uh, it was a real low point in my life. Oh my god, I'm hilarious. God. Um, no, I uh, probably you know. I mean, just my most uh, the most frequent thing that I do uh, living in New York uh, is definitely going to be the Nine W, which is a um, which is a highway over. I don't exactly know the full extent of where it is, but I know like I pick up on it in New Jersey. It goes all the way up back into New York. Yes, you're speaking to a couple of upstaters here. We know 9W. Yeah, right? Oh, I don't know. I'm 9W. looking at you. Oh. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree I'm with Poughkeepsie. I know area. 9W. Well, yeah, well, the 9W is also, uh, I read recently, actually, it is the most, uh, it's the most tra- uh, traveled uh, uh, cycling like road or commuter type situation. Uh, like in the country, I believe. Oh. So <laughs> just because it's so huge and it's, yeah, absolutely. So do you, do you stick to highways or do you sometimes just like, I'm going to get off at exit four and just ride around for a while? Um, yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of, uh, I mean, often I'll go out with a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like if I'll go to, uh, a frequent stop for a lot of people who ride in this area is, uh, Nyack. Um, and I, re- and I realized too, it's mostly because it's right before you get to the actual mountains, you know, in the Palisades or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bear Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um. I'm just going to say facts about 9W and the longer <laughs> route just to prove that I know it. Go on. I've is been there, on this road. Is there a rest stop that one should check out when they're on 9W? Um, yeah, there's a really great, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but not really like rest stop, a rest stop, uh, rest stop. There's a bird sanctuary up there if you haven't seen it. You could be saying anything right now and be like, okay, yeah, Yeah. I bet that's true. (laughs) Now it's a bald eagle. Uh, There's a lot of hawks. The the lacrosse hall of fame is there. Did you know that? Are you lying to me? Yes, (laughs) of course I'm lying to you. We all know that's in Cleveland. (laughs) Oh. Is it? I have no idea, dude. It would be in Canada. Lacrosse is the national sport of Canada. Oh. Are you lying? I don't, I actually, I don't think, I don't think the lacrosse hall of fame is in Canada. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know why it wouldn't. I don't know. Like, why is why is anything happened, Dustin? Okay, I'm just saying it's you know it's their national sport. You would think you would put the, the Hall of Fame there. Yeah, you would think. But often we <laughs> think things think. that don't come true. We're logical as a species. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> sorry to derail, but there is this beautiful lookout, and you can see some hawks. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me like rest stops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just I wanted to see if Jamie would, <laughs> would know what they there. He, yeah, he he uh, he chummed the water and I took bait. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shark Week. That sounds painful. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so y- you were saying that uh, uh, common destination for cyclists is cyclists. Do you find is like the same thing as motorcyclists, where you tend to like there there can be is it supremely friendly is it ter- or is it territorial and do people tend to ride together and um you know the rivaling cyclist groups or things like that or is it just primarily um I'm, i mean i'm sure there cool. are definitely aspects of all of that and there are definitely like a lot of little communities uh within the cycling community you know you've got all the the spandex warriors and guys who are uh you know just 
constantly cool as shit. Yeah, you know, they're just doing, you know, they're 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 on their nice uh nice carbon toys and going super fast and shit like that, probably doing, you know, doing their own uh performance enhancing drugs or whatever, you With know. like their ridiculous helmets that are like pointed as though they as though they're actually racing in a race that's relevant. Oh, you mean oh, like <laughs> a time trial? Yeah. Like yeah. A, an aero helmet. Yeah. You wouldn't appreciate a hawk sanctuary if they rode by one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean you've got those guys and then you've got the guys who are uh, you know, you've got those like uh, guys ride fixed gears and like large flat bars, and they're you know they're, that's their whole thing. Is, what is uh, a what is a flat bar? Uh, it's just the handlebars that yeah, literally it's just flat. It's like long and flat. But like, oh, okay, yeah, but you know there are guys who have like just you know handlebars that are like three feet wide, and it's all about taking up attitude and shit like that. You know, I just imagine them playing like you know uh, heavy metal music blasting or whatever. A lot of denim cut off pants and shit like that. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize that that was I like a subset. I, I didn't realize that there were so many like cultural differences yeah. within the cycling community. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got it. Yeah, it's, it's a it's it's a full swath of the uh, uh, of the American demographic, or the even yeah. I guess the uh, human demographic even. Each thread of the American flag is a different color. <laughs> it's, it's one of three, actually. <laughs> yes, but is one color made up of one? With so. Black is all the colors, and white is the absence of color, and each color is made up through other streams of colors coming together. So really, we can say that every thread is a multiple color rainbow. Stop looking at me. How many <laughs> unicycles do you encounter on your day-to-day basis? Uh, I mean, I would say day-to-day I encounter zero, but I have seen <laughs> them. Um, yeah, on, very on, the, on the 9W thing? 9W, <laughs> no. I definitely have not seen those guys. Tricycles? Uh, like recumbent ones, like in the city. Uh, again, not a daily occurrence, but uh, these are definitely things that I've seen. Have you seen those old-fashioned ones with a really big wheel in the front, a little one a in the penny back? Penny farthing, and I have yeah. actually. Wow. Uh, the funny thing is too, like uh, the first person to uh, circumnavigate the globe by bike did that on a penny farthing. If what? you can fucking imagine that. I've and actually written one of those in a parade in my hometown, and I, you, it, you, I, I needed the ladder to get up it. Like you have to like roll it and then leap up into the seat, and there's like just one little bar sticking out from the front wheel, and it's so tall, it's like riding a bike on stilts. And then you have to hold your balance, otherwise, if you fall over, it, you're you're gonna hurt yourself. Sorry. How do you get this down? It, you have to crash basically as it's still rolling sort of step down back onto the peg and then get down that way um the way i stopped was just kept pedaling until a team of adults grabbed the bike and me kept it upright until they could lower me off the seat and that yeah. was a child size so like where there was an adult size and a child size yeah the adult size is three stories high yeah it's very scary yeah. so <laughs> since you knew what the word was and you've ridden one. Yeah. Uh, my question would be, like, seemingly, according to the, what I've seen in history books, that penny farthing yes. uh, predates the traditional bike. Yeah, yeah. Penny farthing is, is kind of the, yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, um, uh, one of the first bikes. It's one of the first bikes to really work like that. Wait, do you have any idea why they said, like, giant wheel, tiny wheel, as opposed to, like, what if we tried two wheels? That were of similar size. Like, what made that where they start? Because I would think that, like, our conventional, our current bike is a more logical bike than that is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, a lot of it is just the, uh, uh, I am absolutely no bicycle historian, so, <laughs> uh, or even All right, archivist. we'll cut it. Cut it. We'll just cut it there. Yep. All right. Thank you That's for right. having yeah. me. Right. Um, no, but I mean, like, uh, 
some of that is just very basic stuff. I mean, because the simplicity of that, it's just one wheel that's got, uh, that's what it's a fixed gear essentially. So it's just, uh, it's one wheel. So the, as much as the pedals go around, that's the wheel. So you can go backwards, you can go forwards. Uh, and there's no gears or anything like that. And the penny farthing is very simple. It is that the, you know, the pedals are attached to that wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I guess the bigger, uh, uh, I'm not really sure why it would be that size, frankly. I know <laughs> the, the back wheel was supposed to add some sort of a uh, stabilizing aspect mm-hmm. to it, but I think I just always assumed it was because like like a wagon wheel or something was already that size. And yeah, and, and they just it yeah. was resources. I'm sure at the time uh, that they were just taking the wheel off of, like Andy said, the wagon and putting pedals on it so that you could have your own mode of transportation. Yeah, but then they're making the wacky tiny wheel. Well, the wacky tiny wheel is a stabilizer, like I said, so yeah. it. Would help you sit longer, like a training wheel. Well, like, we're we're going to have you back. We want to report on this. Oh, absolutely! So. You've <laughs> please hold your breath for that. <laughs> the sexy art of penny farthing. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, do you, have you met like best buds in the world riding bikes, or is it a thing where you like? No, I'm uh, I'm an outlier <laughs> uh, in what? the uh, biking. Uh, I'm just yeah. I don't really have like. I would say 98% of my bike riding uh, as an adult has been alone. Mm. Uh, so no, I haven't really, I mean, I've got like, I'm, I'm, I definitely, uh, I've got maybe one or two friends that I actually have made on a bike specifically, I guess. Uh, um, not extremely close friends, but you know, people I'm cool with uh, for the most part. Um, how about, how about fist fighting on a bike? Have you ever like, you know, I avoid. I I can't think of one uh, area of my life where I want to include fist fighting, so I definitely am not including <laughs> it on a bike. There, it's already uh, a painful enough um, hobby. Yeah, I mean, I'm just mean like, have you, has there been a situation where like somebody like took you out, you know, or, like knocked you over, and you like you were in that like, what the fuck, dude? Like, um, beyond like times cars hit you. Other like, t- oh, yeah, aside from cars, which uh, I mean, not me, but I mean, there's a lot of like. There's a lot of fuck you going on in the bike community. You know what I mean? Mm. As far as, not in the bike community, uh, you know, just when you're riding, especially in New York, man, you're just riding your bike. There's so many fucking people around. There's so much congestion and people get close. People cut you off. So it's like, fuck you, fuck you. We're both going different places anyway. So yeah. Um, thankfully, I've never had very, I've never really had any kind of a, I've never been like chased down by somebody or whatever. Uh, that's just probably more me being lucky than that not being a thing. Mm-hmm. I have the most important question of this podcast. Mm. Have you ever beckered a car while on a bike? Have I ever what a car? Beckered a car? Andy. So this is a verb that I invented, I guess, <laughs> apparently. It's got something to do with Ted Danson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the show Becker in the intro. I won't let it die. I won't. I, I I'm still keeping it alive. So, like, I never really watched the show, but the one thing I remember from the show yeah, right, dude. Uh, is that in the intro, uh, Ted Danson's character is, like, trying to cross a street here in New York City, and a taxi just kind of, like, goes into the crosswalk, and Ted dances all pissed off, and he hits the back of it with his his briefcase and keeps walking. And I, <laughs> like, started saying, like, when a car would do that, kind of, like, cut us off as people were crossing, I'd be like, I'm going to becker this car. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, apparently I'm the only person who... <laughs> Has made that connection. I, who identifies that. But I, I'm giving myself credit now as inventing a, a verb. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. I've definitely done that. I haven't really even had to as much as a lot of people have. Um, there's a lot of, like, messengers in the city uh, or just, like, you know, guys who don't take shit or whatever mm-hmm. on a bike. So, uh, but who, you know, they'll have, like, their uh, lock on them or whatever. 
I don't know a lot of messengers. Like that's what they'll do is uh, people get super close. You've got guys who will, you know, knock side mirrors off or oh. I've seen people throw yeah. uh, locks at people. Yeah. But um, that's crazy. Yeah. I've definitely had a lot. Most of the time that I have it is when I'm riding between cars uh, and either they don't see me or frankly, I know they just like, fuck you. And then they'll just like, just turn in. You know what I mean? Like I've had people mm. literally look at me, see me, and then they just turn. They don't no indication of anything other than the look. So um, they just, you know, a lot of, uh, you're going to have to get out of my way. Cause yeah. they got 2000 pounds of danger and you're just a side, uh, whatever they think. Um, but yeah, I've knocked, I've definitely knocked side doors and windows and all kinds of shit. Mostly just alerting people to my attention or, you know, a good fuck you. But that's a good point. I mean, they've got 2000 pounds of metal and you have just a small like aluminum or whatever frame that you have and the cars are the ones feeling entitled of the right of way. Of course they are because they have this death machine, but shouldn't the cars be looking out for the soft tissued bodies that are right next to them? I'm sorry, I just find it very offensive. Oh, I find it equally. It's equally offensive. <laughs> Frustrating. I mean, it's the same. I, you know, I definitely get it, though. I mean, because, you know, when I... Uh, uh, there's a, a friend of mine shared a, a, a little cartoon with me, and one of them is... Uh, um, and it was essentially like, you know, when a guy's on a bike... You know, uh, he's flipping a car off or whatever, and then uh, the next panel is a you know a guy in a car flipping off the bike, and it's the same guy the whole time, and that's very much what it's like. You know, when I drive, uh, whenever I do get the chance to drive, I'm definitely like, get the fuck out of my face. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just like that anywhere on the road. There's, I say, I definitely think that a lot. Like, get the fuck out of my face. The subway. Uh, yeah, definitely the subway. Uh, my apartment. Um, right now. Yeah, right mm-hmm. now. I'm definitely <laughs> wishing you guys were out of my face. <laughs> Um, no, it's probably got something to do with just the road being aggressive like that. But yeah, people don't really, they really, really, especially, but the thing about cars though, is when you get there, it's like this weird video game aspect. Like they look at it like it's just, you know, like it's uh, grand theft auto or whatever. So there, uh, there's a very, there's a, a an actual separation. Uh, it separates them from the people that they see on the cycles. Cause they think of, mm. it's just like, you know, you wreck your bike when you're a kid and it's like skint knees and like they don't. Yeah. So that's very minor to them and they're willing to do that. But you know, they don't think about. Uh, they really, really don't think about ideas like of, you know, uh, uh, head injuries and, you know, or yeah. wrecking or anything like that. The well, danger of that. See, I'm on the other side of it mm-hmm. in some ways because, um, to me, bike people on bikes in the city are my natural enemy. Sure. Uh, because I will see a car coming, but I will not see a bicyclist coming because it doesn't have the volume slash sure. size. Um, and most of the time, bikes assume that people see them coming. So, like, right. I know that one day a bike will hit me very hard. Yeah, it, you know? yeah, like, absolutely. Um, so, totally like, uh, so I feel it's like what bikes are to cars, uh, like, or bikes are to me, you know, or whatever. What you cars know, are to bikes. Yeah, bikes yeah, are to like pedestrians. Yeah. Um, like the closest I came, I was doing a sketch show one time, and. Uh, it was torrential rain. Um, it was just like super hard rain. And uh, it was me and this like random lady who I'd never met in my life. Uh, we're waiting. Uh, and we're just like, fuck, I got to get to the show. And she was like, yeah, I don't have an umbrella. So I was like, okay, I'll walk you to the, like the subway you're going to. And then I'll go back to the place that I'm going to. So I did that. Um, and crossing back across the street. Uh, Wait, this is a stranger? Yeah. You're such a gentleman. So, but Mistake number one, Dustin. <laughs> so you just like turn and you're like, 
fuck, I got a sketch show. She's like, okay. <laughs> no, I dropped her off. <laughs> like, I, I brought her to the subway. Right, but you, I How guess what I'm saying. you get introduced to her? Yeah, like, what was the, was that? It inter- was late at night, and she was we, alone. We were both, street. we were both at a Staples. And we were printing <laughs> something out individually. Was it each other's we, pictures? No, um, I, I don't remember what, I think it was like stationary for like a company that I was working for. For me, and I don't know what she was printing out. Uh, Love and Incorporated. We, and then we both got to the front door, and we were both like, "Fuck!" Okay. Like, uh, see, uh, I thought I uh, I didn't picture you oh, indoors you discussing umbrella. this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah. No, we were we were indoors discussing it, and um, this I was really sounds like, like a meet cute in an, in an old movie. No, I, I never <laughs> saw the lady again. Yeah, those old movies for <laughs> yeah two <laughs> people staples. two lovers meeting the staples. <laughs> uh, I didn't know you could get carrot cups here. Would you like to have a hot cup of Joe? <laughs> Sorry. So I walked her to to her subway. Uh, and then I came back across the street. And when I was coming back, uh, because nobody was around at all, mm-hmm. because it was, you know... Um, like, fucking raining. It was fucking raining. Um, I didn't look as hard, and a bike was coming and had no intention of stopping. So I had to stop. But because it was torrential rain, I just, like, slipped and, like, went right on my back. Um, avoided getting hit by the bike. Like, he just sort of did one of those, like, mild, like, leans to the left. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and kept going. Uh, but I fell in basically what amounted to be like an inch of water because of a torrential downpour. Oh. Um, oh, so then when I got to the show, um, like I had to start within like 10 minutes of being there. Uh, so the front of me, super dry. <laughs> <laughs> the back of me, like super wet. So every time I turned around, I got to laugh because people were basically <laughs> like, what the fuck happened to you? Um <laughs> That's fair. And then yeah. you did that for every show after. Right. So, yeah. And I was like, every time <laughs> I fall in Thank water. Thank you, bikers. Um, so, like, I know that, like, that was the that was the universe's warning sign for me. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a very point. that's a very real concern, especially the way a lot of uh, a lot of cyclists are, are around intersections, around people. You know, um, uh, I would love to tell you that I'm a saint and I'm the mm. friendliest person in that respect. Uh, definitely not. But I, mm. you know. Uh, I've never, I mean, the closest I've come to hitting a person was, uh, some lady who just literally walked out in front of me trying to cross a crosswalk, uh, against traffic too. I mean, like I had the green light, it wasn't anything mm. like that. Uh, and I nicked the back of her, her bag cause she mm. was carrying like a bunch of shit, but that's, yeah, I'm actually pretty good about people in that respect. Mm. Um, oh no, well that's right. I have hit someone. I forgot about that. I, uh, um, I was running down the road. Uh, if you can imagine, uh, no, I was riding my bike and, uh, I was going home from work and then I got to a, uh, I was riding on the side of the street as a one way street. Um, and then I got to a large construction. It was like one of those like construction dumpsters that kind of look like they go on a train. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like just a long, huge dumpster. Uh, and then as soon as I got to the, to the back of it, uh, I saw a ball roll out and I was like, Oh shit, I know somebody's coming. And, and then, uh, and then just like, yeah, just like I thought there was, a uh, a guy that a uh, little kid, not a little kid. He was like a ghost, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he oh, rode right through him. He was like a hippopotamus. <laughs> uh, no, he was like a teenager. Actually, I guess he was probably. He's uh, like my ball. And I hit him on purpose because I was like, "Fuck that kid." <laughs> exactly. Well, he earned it, is what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like, uh, yeah, like it's like a soccer ball or something. Roll out, uh, and this uh, this teenager uh, stepped out from behind it. Um, so I just did like a, you know, just like a, a quick whistle, which is pretty much always totally fine. Um, uh, and you do it, you know, and I, I slowed down just a little bit, but it wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I had plenty of time, I thought. 
And so the kid looked up at me and then he just like locked eyes and it was one of those, it was like a deer trance, you know, like or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, uh, cause I whistled at him, uh, and he looked up and just like locked on me. And so I, uh, I yelled at him I was like, Hey, and then, uh, I, I tried to, I saw he wasn't going to go. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't, the thing it was, I, I, I was, it was traffic there. So I didn't want to, I couldn't just like swerve out in the middle of traffic. Uh, but I tried to avoid him, uh, by going in front of him. Uh, but since he was like locked eyes with me, uh, when I went to my right, uh, he walked forward and so he followed me and I was like, Oh shit. And then I like tried to go behind him cause he was walking forward and then he just followed me back. Uh, so he just like mirrored every movement that I had. Uh, and I went over my handlebars and I remember, I remember going over my, I slammed on my brakes, uh, which might, which started me going over my handlebars before I hit him. Uh, but when I went over the handlebars, I remember my, sh- my, uh, nose went into his shoulder and I, I remember, I felt it was like my nose broke and then like I flipped over the bike. Uh, and then I got up and I was super fucking pissed. Like, what the fuck was that? Especially because, like, I locked eyes with him. I know, I know he saw me. He just, yeah. you know, he got mesmerized, and I realized that. And it was probably uh, happened a lot faster for him than it did me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still, you know, I was fucking pissed, uh, and also because I was gushing blood. I've never broken my nose before, or actually, I guess I, I did maybe when I was in like first grade or whatever. But uh, I haven't had anything like that uh, in my face. So. And I was pretty hurt, and then uh, and I got up, and the kid was like limping around, walking. You know, he was just like, uh, but he looked like he he looked fine. He was looking, like he was just like walking it off, you know, because uh, again, I had, I was actually kind of flipping over him. Uh, whenever see, it see, if you hadn't said that it was a kid, then I would say this would be the actual meet cute story of the time <laughs> uh, that they fell in love in that moment, and then gushing yeah. blood yeah. under the red spray of my nose blood. And I, I fell in love. I also realized too, like I'm saying kid, and every time I tell the story and I say like kid. Because uh, to me, you know, 16, that's a fucking kid. Yeah. Uh, but I'm picturing like an eight-year-old. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. pictures like a fucking like, five-year-old. <laughs> oh! Like I'm an asshole. Yeah. Like that scene from uh, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gage, yeah. <laughs> no fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, yeah, technically I did hit that kid, I guess. Okay. But, but I mean, you, you tried everything. You put yourself in bodily harm to yeah. stop yourself from hitting that kid. So yeah, you absolutely. Shouldn't... You shouldn't feel that bad. And you taught him that he is not good in a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a stressful situation, he should stay out of it. Well, I, you know, and the, the, the worst part about that is, though, it's because, uh, um, I mean, I looked up and he had, like, two friends that were of his or whatever. Uh, and they were and they went over there. Like, one of those kids came over. I, the only thing I actually feel bad, I will say this. I do feel bad because I didn't never, I never asked the kid if he was okay. Like, my first thing, I was just super pissed. Uh, again, I was, yeah, I was super pissed because, he, you know, whatever. Um, but I realized that I didn't ask him if he was okay. So I felt, I feel bad about that. Um, but then again, I could also see that he was okay. Cause he mm-hmm. was just like walking, you know, just his buddies were like, game on. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like one of the guys came over and asked me if I was okay. And I was clearly like blood gushing or whatever. Uh, and they were saying something or whatever. I was like, yeah, guys, just get the fuck out of here. You know, I wasn't even thinking. I was just like, just leave me alone. You know, <laughs> it's basically yeah. mm-hmm. leave me alone. Let me bleed. <laughs> uh, so I remember, um, I had a I had a, a a beanie on at the time, so I just grabbed my beanie and I covered my face up and I had to walk through this like Hasidic neighborhood, uh, which is funny because all of them looked at me, and uh, and rather than even like look away in astonishment or or out of politeness or whatever, they were just they were so dispassionately. It was almost as if I were a tree. They just like <laughs> they would just walk me go by and then they would just go on about their business and <laughs> so I walked all the way to the police station. Um, cause I was like, yeah, I'll file a police report, you know, even mm-hmm. though I didn't have anybody's name or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I was, why I would, actually, I know why I would have done that. I was going to do that just because it's like, just in case. Any damage? 
Yeah, just in case, you know, mm -hmm. they do have, there are such things, you know, there's a thing called no fault insurance, which I know way more about now than I want to. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, regardless, so I went to the police station uh, and again, so I'm bleeding. I'm just, it's pouring out of my face. And uh, there are three, it's Halloween, by the way. Oh my God. <laughs> so, everyone, so maybe they just thought like, that dude's got good makeup. Yeah, what? right. Well, all the, all, yeah, so all the, uh, uh, everyone, pretty much everyone's gone from the police office, uh, the police station. There's only three people there. And I look in the window uh, and all three of them are talking. And they dressed lady, up? Did just you, a, just did you like, like file a report officers. with a, oh. yeah, it's a clown, a uh, cowboy, and a police officer? <laughs> and you're like, wait, is the police officer a police officer? <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> a, like uh, the Red Ranger takes your information. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clifford the Red Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that topical costume choice. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's funny because like, uh, the lady looked up, one of the ladies looked up, and again, she's as dispassionately as anyone else. She just looks at me, uh, and then so I pull it away from my face and I clearly show that I'm bleeding. And she looks at me, and then she goes back and finishes her conversation for like another minute and a half, and then she walks over. She's no. like, "Yeah," and she and she's just like, "How can I help you?" <laughs> so uh, had an accident. Yeah, right. So I file a police report, and I go and sit down, and I'm actually feeling fine. I, I you know, uh, aside from the nose broken, I knew, and I was a little sore. Um, I knew I was fine, but they uh, they called the ambulance, and so uh, and I guess I wasn't thinking about it or, or whatever. So the the ambulance came, and I was like, "All right, fine," you know. Um, and I got in the ambulance or whatever. Yeah. So no, that was, pay for it. yeah, it was, a. whether you call it or not, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was everyone like a six was, grand visit to everyone, the hospital. Yeah. Everyone. I've learned that the hard way also. Yeah. Yeah. Never get in the ambulance. Take a car. Which probably would have been fine if I hadn't have told that kid to get the fuck out of there. Cause I could have yeah. gotten his name and number and yeah. you know what mm -hmm. I mean? You could have gotten the no fault. Insurance. Yeah. Or at least I could have, well, yeah. probably not a no fault, but I could have gotten insurance from that guy or whatever, I guess. Yeah. So. Damn. Anyway, I understand why, you know, that yeah. would be a very much concern for you. Because you're also, uh, you're not just oblivious or whatever. Right. I'm, I'm incapable of seeing it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, especially at night. Anybody who's writing at night, I'm just like, fuck. I wish I had uh, uh, advice, too. Because, like, I know me as a cyclist, I pull up to a lot of intersections which are pouring with people. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely go through the intersections. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes it's very, you know, sometimes I'm just... Uh, almost like track stalling. I'm almost like, you know, I'm on my bike, but I'm not moving forward. I'm just kind of waiting a little bit. Uh, but most of the time I can, you know, you can find the, the pathway, pathways to get through. Uh, and the best thing that, you know, for a rider like me, the best thing you can do is continue doing whatever you're doing. So that mm. way I can gauge, you know, all right, they're going this direction. They're going that yeah. fast. You know, um, they're not going to, you know, barring someone breaking out in a sprint for no reason <laughs> randomly yeah. in front of me. It I've, Again, I've never hit anybody like that in an intersection. But some guys may not want that. So I know some people like the some of those power guys want you to like, get the fuck out of my way, respect me. And then they you yeah. know, they mm -hmm. expect you to stop and they kind of like it. And I'm not that. Or how about the 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 bike lanes? Is it easier when they're separated by the sidewalk? You know, like on Eighth Avenue, they or not eighth or seventh avenue, they have like uh, the sidewalk, the bike lane, and then another sidewalk. Yeah, I, I admittedly I usually don't notice that that's a thing that's <laughs> happening. So no, uh, I was just, just about kind of, to blame the city. No, no. I mean, I, I, I could definitely see where that that helps. Um, but usually, for me, that rather than um, rather than thinking about, oh, maybe there's a bike here because I'm, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, there's an extra weird sidewalk coming up. <laughs> yeah. That I don't know exactly where it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where it dips down, and it doesn't. Yeah. You know. Um, so I'm mostly just stressed about like where surprise sidewalk is. 
Gotcha. In that situation. This entire city must be like American Ninja obstacle course. Yeah, no, yeah. totally is, yeah. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and bicycles are the giant red ball that's just swinging back and forth ready to yeah. knock off a platform. Um, I, I know I, you would never do that. I don't mean to be, I don't mean to bring you on and then just oh, <laughs> like, no, I'm sure. you're trying to kill me. No, I mean, but I'm definitely, I, I am, I could definitely be an asshole though. Um, uh, and this, you know, uh, for one thing, I'm not super giving. I mean, like I'm not going to get, uh, I'm, I've, again, I've never hit anybody, but I have definitely, uh, like gone around people and then I cut right back in front of them to let them know that they're in the bike lane and they're just walking, you know, on their fucking mm-hmm. phone in the bike lane. Have mm-hmm. you seen, it's probably my favorite, like vine. Lane, if you don't want to get hit. There, there's like a, like I, I <laughs> it's this vine. It's a guy who's obviously on a bike and he's coming up very slowly to these two cars that are like kind of they've obviously collided and there's a woman like sitting on the curb with like her head in her hands and it's just silent and it's like kind of somber and then you just hear him like as he's passing her softly go you're in the bike lane <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah that's great absolutely yeah I, yeah I, I wish i had that kind of discipline or control but that's uh yeah you gotta do that you, it's hard not to do those things because you know in a city, uh, you know, New York's a city full of what I call oblivious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, their obliviousy makes them, really? turns them into idiots, at least from mm-hmm. my perspective. You know, like going on the, the Brooklyn Bridge oh. is a fucking nightmare. And well, it's not because of the, the boards like you would imagine. It's because everybody's like stopping to take photos. Everyone's walking in the, in the bike lane. Everybody, it, 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 yeah. or they're like trying to pass other people. But like you were saying, like the, if I think there should be more bike lanes because then if you're worried about getting, if you're worried about bike traffic, you know exactly where it is, just like where the cars are. So if you know where the bikes are, then you can avoid them. You doesn't if mean that it's a new place to walk, put your body or walk. I mean, right? I'm a big fan of those because I, I apparently this is not something everyone else uh, agrees with. I understand where why people may not like do it naturally, but. To me, it just makes sense that like you would follow the laws of traffic. Yeah. Anywhere right. you're moving. Yeah. Like Doesn't that seem logical. That and seems so like logical. I find myself like saying like to myself, but like kind of out loud, so some people can hear it. That like when I I come to a like with a cyclist with another pedestrian, uh, with you know somebody pulling like a food cart or something like that. If we come to that like impasse. I will go as far right and I will like stand my ground and I'll say, I'll be like all two way traffic in North America works. like this. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, it's and, and these I, are the rules we've assigned and we all agreed to. Right. But, and that's what I'm saying. So like, it should be a default. Yeah. Things like bike lanes, which clearly say like, this is where bikes go. Yeah. Uh, would help quite a bit because there are quite a few cyclists who I don't think realize that like, they're not supposed to ride on the sidewalk also. Mm. No, they're not. And no. they're supposed to ride the same direction as traffic right. so that you're never confused where the cyclist is coming from. There was a, uh, there was a, last night there was, I'm not exactly sure what happened. A woman was like hit by some guy. Uh, I don't know if he was like in a with car. A vehicle? I, that's, that's the, okay. w- the impression I got, but there were like, they were putting on her stretcher as I was walking by. This okay. is at like 14th and 8th, I think. Was she in the bike lane? No, she's in the middle of the street. Oh boy. Uh, but there was just this huge amount of congestion and cars were trying to get through. And some of them were, you know, trying to get through for the right reasons, like because they were trying to make way for the ambulance and the and all of the emergency vehicles. But then there were some that were just like trying to, you know, get point A to point B, just not really caring about anybody else. And there was a guy who was crossing the street towards me 
and a car, like this dude in an SUV, just kind of like weaved through people, like very dangerously, and like hit his. He had like a rolling suitcase. He was obviously like coming from the airport, and it like ran over his suitcase, like fully oh two gosh. wheels, like thump thump over the middle of his suitcase. And I like went and like helped him up, and I was like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "You know, people are." inconsiderate <laughs> I was like and I was just That's like that is an understatement That's a nice guy <laughs> but as I'm like helping him up really and we're like walking back towards the side like the the corner uh I turn around to because the guy had kind of like gone behind me I was carrying his bag mm-hmm. I turn around to see where he is and there's a woman who was crossing the street she had the right of way and like she had the the walk signal and a dude on a bike was going the opposite way on the sidewalk like went over the curb and like bumped into her and she like spun and like fell down in oh the middle God. of the street yeah. and like to me i was just like at the very least like go aw- i understand that like oh flashing lights like something is happening but like yeah. like when you know that there's like an emergency and there's like a ton of congestion there's sirens everywhere like mm-hmm. why wouldn't you just think like okay let's all do the right thing right now yes because not everyone's great that, and that's like i just recently got a car back and I haven't had one in a long time and I'm like what's a car back a car back oh it's like a backpack shaped as a car That's and then cool. it makes a vroom sound when you walk I wish I had a, a car oil. Yeah. I always wanted a car bed when I was a kid so did I Hell so yeah. bad I didn't even like cars but like I know same it's cool I know I was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no princess bed for me I wanted a car bed vroom um, but I have a car yeah and um, it's like the worst of society own vehicles, it seems like, because in those situations, they'll take that opportunity to get five seconds ahead by following an ambulance or cutting through something. And I think you're right when you were saying before, it's like a, a video game, like specifically, like they are deta- detaching human beings from the activity that they're doing, which is they're trying to push ahead, go faster, and they don't care about dangerously cutting somebody off, going into the crosswalk, doing whatever, because they need to get somewhere. And if they stopped and thought about what their actions, what the consequences of those actions were, maybe they have to personalize it by thinking of a lead button. But at the same (laughs) time, it's so so dangerous. And being on the road in New York is, is heightened to the upteenth degree, but also being on the highway, it's the same thing. It's so... People are awful, and they just behind the wheel. Yeah, yeah. they just it, they don't understand what it is that that they have. I guess in their hands, it can be very dangerous. But I I've just like every time I run the car, I'm just like, oh no. Well, you know, as a cyclist, they uh, it, it 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 seems worse to me that uh, being on a bike than it was when I when I would drive because there, I guess people uh, and I definitely like to ride pretty fast. Um, and so and drivers, man. All you have to do is pass a driver, and they fucking hate you. So, you know, I don't know how many times that I get passed. I get people uh, cutting into me, trying to move me over. They speed past me just to get to a red light that they know is a red light only because I passed them. So it's very much like a... Uh, an alpha situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, in a car. They're going to win every time. Why is it even a competition? That, but yeah, but one of my favorite things to do is that they pass me by and then I just repass them by and then, On you know, light. Yeah. I might even go through a red light. Fuck Boom. you. As long as it's safe. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Again, get the fuck out of my safe. face. Fuck you. <laughs> the only big crash that I ever had was, and it was that same thing, is Hold I was... Up. I was on Vanderbilt and I was on a bike and I... I got hit on Vanderbilt. Oh, what a, what a road. Um... What a president. 
anyway, anyway. no president. He hit on you. What? I'm lost <laughs> my train of, of thought. Oh, trauma. That's right. Um, <laughs> I think you're thinking of Benjamin Franklin. I'm thinking Franklin wasn't a president. No, I know. Either. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Vanderbilt, uh, captain of industry. Regardless, here we go. Sorry, non sequiturs. I don't have schizophrenia. Don Sequitur? Don Sequitur. <laughs> My buddy Don. Anyway, I was riding down Vanderbilt. And um, same thing. I passed a car, and as we were coming up to the light, they started doing that thing where they started moving over to the curb and started, like, um, inching me over, inching Cutting me over. Off. And then to the point where I had no more road and the car was there and my tire hit the sidewalk, and I came tumbling over right in front of this couple that was on a lovely date. Um, fell to the ground in front of them in a crumpled mess. And, um, you know, they both uh, came up and they're, are you okay, okay? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, dislocated my jaw. Talked like Thurston Howell for like a good good oh, number of months. Thurston yes, Howell. Yes. You know, from uh, Gilgit Giant because my jaw was, was shut. It changed your voice though? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she looked like Harry Connick Jr. Didn't I say trauma? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was that same thing. And I was just so mad because I am a weak person who is not surrounded by a metal cage and you're playing chicken with me and then you don't even stop to see what happens. Like I really hurt myself and that happens all mm-hmm. the time. And it was, I, I could see if it was an accident, but it was an aggressive move to hurt somebody that it should be considered assault. It's you know? like a... It's like a big space thing too. It's like a personal space thing that I think you your your uh, your perception of how much space you have control over is different when you're in a car. Even though you yourself are only taking up this much space, the thing around you you are responsible for, and it it is in other people's space. It is not part of your space. Right. That is in other people's space. That's my opinion of this. Sure. There was the first time. I used to ride quite a bit, and uh, my senior year of high school, uh, I was I was t- dating this girl, and her sister was going to uh, Geneseo, a SUNY Geneseo, which That's is where I went. yeah, uh, it, not super close to Hamburg, New York, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was like super confident. Like she was visiting her sister, she's super bored, and like she'd called me, and she's just like, "Yeah, this is the worst. Like they're having these parties, and I'm just kind of like here by myself," and I was like. I'm going to ride there and like surprise her. It is very far away. <laughs> uh, on a bike. Yes. Oh. So I kind of, this is in the days of like MapQuest when you would print them out. So I like got oh, yeah. a general understanding of it and just went. I just started riding and I went maybe like 40 miles or so. And I was like, I kind of don't know where I am. And I stopped to ask people where, uh, how to get to Geneseo. <laughs> and I was incorrectly. Uh, directed to Genesee Community College, which is not oh. even in, <laughs> remotely in the same area. Oh my God. Uh, and it got to the point where it was like starting to get dark, and I was like maybe 60 miles outside of my home, and I was like, oh, wow. I need to turn around. So and I didn't have a map or anything, so I was just going back exactly the same way I came. And as I'm doing this, like I'm, I'm at this mental point of like, Okay, I I'm I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm super tired. I don't have any like money or food on me. I'm like stressed beyond belief, and uh, I going back the way I had come uh, was through like a relatively like busy uh, kind of commercial area. I I don't even know what time it was, but I was like getting like more and more nervous because cars were just like not paying attention to what was around them, and I was the thing that was around them. 
Uh, and I finally get out of this <laughs> this crazy busy area into kind of like a a little smaller town area, and I'm like starting to breathe like a little <laughs> a little bit more. And this dude pulls up in this like little purple sports car. He's like, "You think it's fucking funny, huh? You like you like making fun of women?" And I was like. What? <laughs> what? Sounds like a crazy guy on the streets here. And he just he started like yelling at me about like saying shit about his wife or something like that. Like really coming at me and getting like really close with his car and following me to the point where like I went off the road, like picked up my bike and walked into a restaurant with my bike because I didn't have a cell phone, don't know where I am, don't know anything that's going on. So I just walk into this fancy <laughs> restaurant in like a yellow t-shirt and gym shorts carrying a bicycle and people like turn and look at me and just go back to like <laughs> clinking their silverware. And, then, uh, and I like stood there and I like went, I, I feel super old right now, but I went to a payphone and I like called <laughs> my parents who were with my sister like visiting somebody else. I don't know what was going on, uh, but I couldn't get a hold of them. I just kind of like waited a couple more minutes and then I left and I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to keep going. I just got to get home. Uh, and the dude came back oh. in a different car. <laughs> he, had, he had changed his shirt. Do you have a different wife? What's going on? Uh, he was just like, Hey man, I'm really sorry. I thought you were somebody else. And I was just like, <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, okay, whatever. Just leave, leave me alone. And he was like really, and he was doing the same thing. He was like kind of following uh. me. Cause I think he thought I like reported him oh, at this yeah. restaurant or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, so but he went incognito so that the police could find him? <laughs> it was, he, uh, I don't know. But th- the rest of that drive, I was like so concerned for like my personal space because I had almost been off the road a couple of times uh, that I took like back roads <laughs> all the way to get home. You extended your time. <laughs> yeah, I made yeah. it. It was like, it ended up being like 130 miles or something like oh that. Oh only because I just didn't want to be near cars. No. <laughs> <laughs> in a car like i give an aggressively wide breath to all bikers and maybe just because i had that experience that i can like relate to it or maybe because you're human yeah because i don't want to hit somebody i that's the last thing that i want to do so did your uh did your girlfriend appreciate the effort that you would put in i don't i don't think she realized i i'm pretty sure i downplayed it quite a bit yeah and i remember going home (laughs) i remember going home and like i was late for something like i was late to like meet my parents and my sister and they were like mad at me and I, I, it wasn't until, like, much later that I explained to them everything that happened and, like, how traumatic it was. And they felt bad. I, d- I just, I think they were like, oh, we did not, we did not realize that. <laughs> yeah. you sure and the girl I was dating at the time was just kind of like, oh. it was okay. We ended up, like, going to a movie or something. So, like, if I got there, it wouldn't have even mattered. Oh, no. Uh, but, but it's the effort. It was, it was a good show on your part. I don't know. I don't know, man. Bike ride. That's a big deal. Yeah. I don't know, man. I got dumped like two months later. Oh, <laughs> she didn't know what she had. Yeah, she did. She's married now, very happily. And actually, uh, I'm pretty sure she lives across the street from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> if only she lived there. there. Yeah, that would have made yeah, it so right. much easier. She, no, she's a wonderful person, but I. I don't like her. <laughs> is there a chance? She'll I'll be tell li- her. Is, for there, you is, is yeah. there a chance she'll be listening to this podcast? Probably not, but okay. You know, if she does, right? If she cared about you, she'd listen to the podcast, right? Then, then sh- now think, she would know. I don't think that her. is the. <laughs> I, I I hold nothing against her for this. <laughs> she I, had no hand in my that trauma. I made the decision to go. <laughs> All right, um, time for the lightning round. Wait, have well, you ever peed on your bike? <gasps> not peed on your bike, but peed while. You while I'm riding? Bike. Yes. Like no, no. I'm, I, I'll, I've never been in that kind of a hurry. 
I'll stop. I'll hold it for a long time, but I'm definitely going to stop and pee. But well, you pooped on your bike. Uh, well, I do poop on my bike constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. you, that's why I wear plastic underwear. But I don't pee in that because that's wet. Right. Well, hmm. sometimes my poop is wet. It's <laughs> my fault. I did this. I you brought my poop upon yourself. Yes, <laughs> you did. And all these people. Not the first time. Uh, that's true. I've pooped on him. Yeah. Okay. Huh? What? What? I don't like this. So the lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> Frightening round. Yeah. Um, music. What's your Just Me music? What's the music that only you listen to and you like? Only I listen to and only I like? Uh, probably just jazz. That seems to be very... Yeah. Any particular jazz? Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of post-bop and like hard-bop, things like that. So um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Cannonball Adderley is a really big one on me. Um, but I like a lot of uh, like Lee Morgan. I like a lot of trumpet players. Yeah, big Lee Morgan fan, big uh, Freddie Hubbard fan. Yeah. Okay. What about movie? Just me movie. Uh, just me movie? Yeah. Um, let's see, just me movie. Uh, Vernon, Florida is one that I'm hugely a fan of. Uh, it's, that, like, it's an Errol Morris documentary. Oh, it's not okay. like a <laughs> an, like Ern, an Ernest <laughs> spinoff. Vern's <laughs> <laughs> in just, Florida. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is exactly what I thought of. <laughs> yeah. Ernest goes to the south. I love you zigged when they thought you were zagging. <laughs> just like on no. a bike. <gasps> <gasps> it's a documentary about what? Uh, it's a documentary. It's actually a, uh, it turns out to be kind of a, a character vignette is uh, he, Errol Morris went to, uh, Vernon, Florida, appropriate enough to do a documentary about, um, I guess essentially it was a, about a documentary about insurance fraud that was going on. Cause everybody lives in the area. This is like the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, uh, the area is very, very rural, which is funny cause it's probably 25 miles from where I grew up at, hmm. uh, in, uh, Dothan, Alabama. But um, yeah, it's a very rural place. A lot of a uh, lot of older people, very older people, and a lot of uh, and almost no jobs. You know, so uh, apparently uh, for a while there, people were doing things. You know, they were uh, they were having their uh, quote unquote accidents, and so they would lose like uh, you know fingers or limbs or something like that. And what they would do is they would just live off the insurance money. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not really fraud. They were definitely missing fingers or whatever. Um, but they in- they seemingly intentionally were yeah yeah exactly off. so. Um, so at least the way that I heard it, it was he had gone down there to do a, uh, he had actually moved there to create a documentary there about that. And he had started uh, interviewing people around the town, trying to get close to it. And then when the town found out what was going on, they're like, yeah, you, you can't do that. You're not going to be able to leave town if you, if you continue <laughs> with this. Uh, and so I guess he took the footage that he had already had and he just created this kind of, uh, uh, this odd kind of uh, vignette of a, of a very Southern city and all the characters that go along with that. Um, yeah. So it's really, really phenomenal. Things like that. And, you know, Werner Herzog, I'm did a big the, fan of. Did the town get busted and like everybody, like, no. did, did the insurance people ever figure it out? Um, oh, you, you mean, um, uh, you mean like the story behind the story or the movie yeah. itself? I mean, like, once the movie came out, did like, did all of a sudden the insurance people like see the movie and go, wait, you guys did this on purpose? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I have no follow. Yeah, I have no follow up on that one, really. In fact, okay. if you watch the thing, it's got nothing to do with insurance at all. Okay. Um, I think one person, <laughs> these four dudes talk about a guy who killed himself and they actually make it a very funny scene. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, it's absolutely unrelated. And that's, that, that's the cool thing about it too. It's just, uh, the patterns that you see throughout, uh, um, yeah, you pretty, you find your own patterns in the chaos of that one. Mm. It's really, okay. really cool. And it's also very minimal and, and chill. So cool. 
Um, what about your just me food? Uh, just me food. Uh, I would probably say I, I like to eat cold tofu. It's like cold, uncooked tofu. I like that too, though. Yeah, I'll buy like a, I'll buy a tub of it and just like the like the weird rectangle square in the deli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I like that. I mean, sometimes I'll add a little like you know, just like soy sauce or something. But yeah, oftentimes I'm just uh, if I'm just hungry and looking for a snack, I'll just eat some cold tofu. Have you ever like accidentally eaten a sponge or something? <laughs> like not realize. Um, the the uh, the prophylactic. Yes. Oh, I see. Uh, You're a carnivore. <laughs> I get it. It just strikes me as when I see that, like, when, when you're, like, in, like, a bodega or a deli or whatever, and you just see that kind of, like, floating there, <laughs> I just feel like that um, should just have the word food written on it. Sustenance, like, yeah. Yeah, like, this is the base, like, this is food in its most, like, simplest conceivable form. Yeah, right. Um, we've made it into a rectangle. <laughs> like uh, Without it being know. a paste. Yeah. Like a pre-digested paste. This is as... Yeah. Um, so I'm, that's why I'm like, I've never tried it that way, but it, it just strikes me as like, you're it's, eating this to not die. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't sin- dislike tofu. I just, yeah. uh, usually it's like, it's like fried in something or like it's. Yeah. Tofu is a, a vehicle of, for flavor. Right. So you have to flavor it and it, it, it carries that very, very well. So you are flavor. I know you mentioned like, but do you ever just eat it plain? Like, well, that's what I mean. Like white cube. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I literally will open it up and I'll just slice it into pieces and eat that with a fork. I like to get toothpicks and pretend like I'm at a um, cocktail party. <laughs> in, in purgatory? Because that seems like the most boring cocktail party. <laughs> you know, uh, welcome to this beige room. Have this beige food. <laughs> Sometimes I steam it, but that's when I'm getting real excited. You know, that reminds me of uh, uh, Bean, the movie, uh, Mr. Bean, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm. Um, it was really, I, I, didn't, I don't know how funny the movie was. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it, but one thing I do remember was uh, he had to throw a cocktail party, and they were like, go get the hors d'oeuvres, and he hadn't prepared anything. So he goes in the kitchen, comes back out. It's just a bunch of uh, a bunch of tiny julienne slices of red onion with toothpicks in them. And, like, he's <laughs> walking around trying to get people to eat that. Um, and then our last question, Jamie. Oh, this is my question. Um, what is your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush? Yeah, yeah, you're just me celebrity crush. My just me celebrity crush? Um, holy shit, that's really tough. Uh, you know, it's funny because it's not contemporary. It has absolutely nothing to do with, with uh, me now, but there was a period of time uh, when Anna Nicole Smith was, I was absolutely infatuated her when, when I was young. I don't know why. Um, um, I, I mean, think, I do know I why. I think people can guess. Yeah, but it's also like... Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't you know. think that was just you. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't think but, so either. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's also, yeah. Oh, the really stunningly gorgeous woman with the enormous uh, chest. Yeah, she was kind of known for really that. That's really crazy. <laughs> it was never this. I'm not, I'm not necessarily a boob man, so uh, I'm not really so. It's like, But it's definitely like it was a height thing, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. A height thing? Yeah, she's she was a pretty tall woman. Not simply tall. She was... Yeah, I mean, later yeah. in life, I yeah, guess she, she filled out a... She was just a, a, a large woman, larger... Yeah, never mind, I'm not... Ignore me. A I know height you. thing. Yeah, height you thing. don't yeah, get that? One time I saw a picture of Anna Nicole Smith on the top of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and, man. No, no, I... I You're I, so I, tall. <laughs> I can say as a person who is 6'3", you're very... At least for me, I'm very used to... Uh, Dating or now being married, looking obviously. down on people. We yes. did it. Yeah, yeah. So like, the, how's like, the weather up there? So like, there's a there's been a handful of people that I have been attracted to just basically because like we can make eye contact. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, 
I'm five two, and I don't appreciate where this is headed. No, what's well, weird? <laughs> it's I headed I, up. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't. I've never. I, I haven't really ever dated anyone who's taller than me, so I don't even know if it, it's clearly not something that I'm like chasing down. But I remember mm. at the time because I was also. I'm also talking. I was like middle school or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm above crushes now. Yeah, I just respect talent, <laughs> and that's across all genders, and, yeah. species. No, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. I don't know. I don't know of anybody that I do like. I have like a celebrity crush on now. I really, I don't know. okay, mm. not like Chloe Savini, maybe I don't know, like a mm. Leslie Stahl. <laughs> if I knew who Leslie Stahl was, I would give you a, a, a yes or no question. <laughs> I think she's still alive. She's on sixty. <laughs> she was on sixty minutes. <laughs> oh, Leslie Stahl. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, how about dead Leslie Stahl? No. Dead Leslie Stahl. Sexy. Hmm. No, no, that does not make it sexier. Ghost Leslie Stahl. That maybe makes it sexier. You can ride your bike through her. Yeah, like right. a ghost kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. I um, should end it. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's about <laughs> that time. Uh, is there anywhere people can see you performing upcoming? Um, upcoming? Uh, oh, shit, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, there is, but I don't. Old Man Time and... Um, Old Man Time and the Complex is coming up. Yep. And I don't... And potentially the plan. And that's right. And potentially the plan. And I have... All at the pit. I They're all at the pit. Is it one at Pit Loft? Pit Loft is the complex. Yeah. Uh, on April 29th. August 29th. August 29th. August 29th. Why did I say April? Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. Also, you can check out uh, Steve on uh, Old Man Pod. Old Man Pod. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with occasionally my voice. That's right. No, that's right. Because you, uh, you're an intern, right? No, producer. Uh, producer. That's producer. Right. The, uh, yeah. Do you want? Oh. Yeah. Do you want to plug your your Instagram with your photos from your oh, yeah. your bike travels? Uh, oh my. Uh, sure. Yeah. My Instagram is <laughs> uh, my Instagram is bike nambulist. Um, spell like, that. Can I spell that? Yeah. Are you challenging me? B i k e n a m b u l i s t. Okay. Bike namb. Ambulist. Yeah, it's like Somnambulist, I guess, or whatever, but yeah. There's really stunning photos on there. I can't recommend it enough. You should really look, check it out. Oh, thank Honestly. you very much. I thought it was like bike, Nambla. No Nambla. <laughs> no Nambla. <laughs> no Nambla. <laughs> My account's very much anti Nambla. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I heard it. That's what I. I Anti Nambla. <laughs> like Antifa. Anyway, photography. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Absolutely. And, it's uh, National North American Man Bike Love Association. <laughs> Na- yeah, that's Man- what I meant. Nambla. Nambla. Bike Love Association. Yeah. National. Right. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Man Bike. Man Bike. <laughs> love. <laughs>